How's it going? Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And it's just us this week. No special guest friends because, or very special guest friends, or any level of guest friend. Um, we have you really you left the ones. you left the the spot I'm open just... for them too. You were you were really ready for somebody to to just take it from here. <laughs> and we're joined by yeah. I so spent three years of having a third person. That's true. We are we are quite <laughs> used to having a third person. But you know what? We literally on Sunday somebody asked us what movie we were doing today, and we're like, oh, I actually don't. I do have Oops. no idea. We should probably pick <laughs> one and do it. I had flashbacks to late high school and college, going, oh my god, that class is today. Oh my god, that homework was due. Yeah, right. right. But I ended up watching a few <laughs> movies, and we got we got some we got some stuff for you this week. It, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, first, content. I wanna, yeah, I want to mention uh, scary stories <laughs> to tell in the dark, which. Okay. Uh, contrary to what Apple TV says, they're like, you got to buy it. You can't even rent it. And I'm like, that's not true, Apple TV. I know it exists. It is on Netflix <laughs> currently. <laughs> you can watch it. I don't know why the Apple TV search doesn't bring it up. I believe our, our website does bring it up, though. I'm not going to check right now because I'll get distracted and I'm trying to talk and I really can't click and talk at the same time. I can click and <laughs> you can You can just go to thebloodystream.com. Dot com, Yes. Now, that movie I was very excited for and been meaning to watch it for a long time because like every other kid of my type, I liked Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the book, a lot. And the movie Absolutely. is just just smiley face, I think, which is a bummer. I also watched <sighs> Scary Stories, which is a documentary on Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark oh. and some of the stuff around it. Also, just a smiley face. Not a, not a particularly good documentary. And uh, honestly, they... when I go back and I read the stories, I'm also like, these stories are like not that good, you know, like, you know, what's funny is out of all, I remember the, uh, I believe it's in scary stories. I remember the one story of the girl driving and the truck with the flood with the headlights kept flashing the high beams on her. Um, I think that was in scary stories. But I remember the illustrations very vividly. The yeah. one that actually fucks me up isn't even from Scary Sco- Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark because I always got fucked up by the classic story of the girl with the green scarf or the green yeah. ribbon mm-hmm. and she refused to take it off and the the boy in her life was like, but I love you so much, blah, blah, They fall in love, they get married, they do everything. On her deathbed, he's like, please just take off the ribbon. And she's like, okay. And she takes off the ribbon and her head rolls off. And I was like, I don't know, I was six or seven when I first heard that story. Stuck with me forever. I will never yeah. forget that. Those yeah. those stories are awesome when you're a child. But like when you hear adults talk about them, they talk about them as if they're still going to fucking rip. And they just don't. You know, I'm sorry, they don't. No. I don't yeah. Uh, I believe that is in one of the three scary stories. Though there's three books of them, it might be that's oh that's the thing. I, you told me about it before, and I feel like I read it in one of them after you told me about it. So it might it might be I I, I don't, don't know remember. I completely forget at this point. Um, yeah, um, but shout out scary th- stories to tell in the dark. More score more scary stories to tell in the dark, and even more scary stories to nice. tell in the dark. Uh, and I will say, remember that a smiley face means that the movies the movies are still totally good to watch. You know, like, yes, nobody's going to be super mad at you for putting it on. It's just like, you know, I'm not super excited about it. I wish there was more going on there. They do. You don't have to run to Netflix right now and like turn it on. You don't have yeah. to. Do, it's fine. Like I will say 
particularly with Harold the Scarecrow and the woman from the dream, they made them look exactly like the fucking illustrations and they look Hell they look yeah. horrific, dude. And that's why I wanted to see it so bad was because you see Excellent. them in the trailer and you're like, Wow, yeah, that's <gasps> fucked up. Uh, so they, they do they do they're awesome. But besides Very that, cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little slow. Uh, we but today we're not talking about that. We're talking about. I the... also have a mention. I'm sorry. I oh. apologize for oh. talking over. We're also on Zoom, so forgive the if we talk over each other. It's because of the internet. Um, not that we don't talk over each other when we're in person. Yeah, there's well. no reason to make excuses, Brad. It's, it's just <laughs> I us love here. making excuses. It's um, just us and our close friends. Be- because it came out yesterday, I'm technically counting all of it. Um, I just watched. Dexter New Blood. Oh. Like it is all done, 10 episodes. Uh it's on Showtime and it's wherever you get those at, like you can get add-ons for different apps for that, but Showtime is what produces it. I would give it having finally, you know, watched the full finale and the whole thing, I would give it a Mr. Cool. Hell yeah. I like especially for like grading on the Dexter curve, it's almost yeah. a Ghost Skull Alien. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Well, but I'm well. Ghost Skull Alien is Dexter season four. That's what. Mm. Right. So is it? How does yeah. it compare to Dexter season four? It's close. Oh, it's a different show. Like, yeah. Again, it's sure. ten years later right, from right, the right. late the last season, and it's you know doing different stuff. But it's got it's got the original showrunner again from like season one. Cool. Doing it, which I'm like, oh, that's very good. It's pretty close. It's pretty close to season four in terms of ghosts. Yeah, like that's that's. I liked it a lot. Sick. Okay, yeah. I well, I will ask then uh, for uh, for the many of us who have watched the entire Dexter series already. Yes. Do you think we need to go rewatch anything, or can we get away with watching like a YouTube compilation of like remember all this stuff that happened in Dexter, or do we even need to? You do that? could can get away. Especially like you, but like if people have watched this at all, you could get away with a watch. Here's what happened before. Yeah. Beautiful. Because, yeah, that's what's holding yeah. me back right now is I just don't have time to, to go rewatch all of Burn through Dexter. eight seasons of fucking Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> Four cool. of which are garbage. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dex. Okay. Well, that's that's great news. That is great news yes. that you bring, Brian. That's the opposite of my I liked news. it a lot, yeah. Uh, but we're not talking we're about either of those things actually today. We're Definitely talking not. about a movie called Spree, and it's starring Spree. starring fucking what's his face, Joe Keery, who you Joe may know Keery. as Steve from Stranger Things. That's that's yes. that's the main one. Did he do anything else? I feel uh, like he's definitely been in other stuff, but yeah, he's showing he up really more and more. Just, yeah, but uh, I feel right, like right Stranger now Things was his breakout thing, like for sure. Uh, you know. Yes, this movie you can catch on Hulu or Hoopla, which again, that's one Hoopla. of those ones where you can sign up with your library card. It's like Hoopla and Canopy. <laughs> you should definitely check those two out. Uh, you know what? I just I was able to I wanted to read all the scary stories before watching the movie, and I was able to check out the book that I couldn't find a free PDF of. I was able to check it out through Hoopla for free, just digitally Holy instantly. Shit. And it just had the third scary stories book right there ready to go. Oh. Fucking libraries, man. The books. Dude. Brian, libraries give out books for free. They just give them for free. Reading isn't hard with a library card. I will say reading <laughs> like, is still pretty hard. I I, I read those stories <laughs> much slower than reading pretty hard <laughs> yes. despite my library card. Yes. But it's free now is my point. Mm-hmm. So go go read a book, everyone. Check out Hoopla Absolutely. and Canopy. Yes. 
But uh, but but Spree, what what would you rate this one, Brian? Um, it was kind of I. I think I would give this like a high smiley, maybe a low Mister Cool. Mm-hmm. Like I I again, I thought this movie is. This is kind of the condensed version of my review that we'll talk about in the side the configuration, but like Joe Keery is 89% of this movie and is 89% of its success. Like he is the, he walks this movie very calmly over his shoulders onto the finish line. Like that's the, anything less you would have, I would have been like, I want to turn this off 20 minutes in. Um, Yeah. No, no. I mean, it's, it's all him. Like he's, he's crushing it the whole time, mm -hmm. but the movie is mostly just him. So, you know? Yeah. So, which is good because they put it in capable hands. But it's a um, for for folks who might have issue with these, and we've we've teased our talk on these movies, but I don't think we've fully discussed them. Like we haven't done a movie with this concept. It's like a social media filmed in. It's like the equivalent of a found footage movie nowadays, where it's like all social yeah. media, like fo- vertical phone and other cameras, and like that sort of thing um like zoom like a zoom movie that sort of vibe they, this technology I, movies weird me out i don't know they, I, they do a good <laughs> job of keeping it like not completely inside it. there's some shots that are basically just normal camera shots like there's like some yes. sections of the movie which i appreciate mm-hmm. you know getting a little thank further. god <laughs> yes i'm i'm i completely agree with you high smiley low low mr cool uh you know we i i think it, we just need to discuss it honestly i think i'll know by the time yeah. we're, we're done with it uh Absolutely. for warnings we don't there's there's a they never get to it but there's like looming fear of sexual assault mm-hmm. at different points it never goes that direction but that it is Correct. present you know uh i think that's mainly it besides the standard you know blood human on human violence kind of stuff mm-hmm. And as for the but uncomfortable vibe, topics mentioned, but like, yeah, again, I will all, say this: it's all the dialogue, like you know, it's super uncomfy. Uh, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd com- <laughs> compare it to uh, to Creep, twenty fourteen, starring. Uh, I have uh, not Mark seen that, Duplis. and I really want to watch that. So Creep is a well beloved movie that is like basically the same concept, but remove any commentary on social media, you know. It is oh, the same okay. kind of thing where it's like it's found footage, like handheld camera, and Mark Duplass, who is the uh, one of the main characters from the League, that that comedy TV mm-hmm. show, uh, is is doing the same kind of thing where he's just like a weirdo, and he's not he's not trying to okay. do a social media thing, but you know it's it's a lot of him on camera being weird at at someone. They, awesome. So it's very similar vibe to that. It is a lot of like you're watching some guy that you would not want to be friends with that you feel kind of bad for, but like creeps you out. And like, Oh, you're like, God damn. He's like so uncomfortable, you know, like that's, that's what this, that is the general vibe of spree the whole time. And that in combination yes. with constant social media commentary, right? God, it's insufferable. <laughs> like... uh, if there's nothing else, do you want to, do you want to hop in into that, that lament configuration talk about? Yeah. It? Nice and fast, we will series of quick finger and thumb circles to open the spoiler configuration. Okay, so do we do we just want to open up on that since we we just talked about the com- the social commentary in it, mm-hmm. or actually real fast for the plot, uh, and this isn't one where 
you could you could probably listen to this without watching it. Honestly, it's the not, move. The trailer gives much away the entire concept. Yeah, like oh, I will tell everybody my technique for watching trailers. You should watch to get like a a vibe of what the film is going to be like. Right, get 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 a look for what the colors are going to be like. You know what kind of quips <laughs> they're using, things like that. Yeah, but as soon as they start demonstrating anything Talking besides the most bare plot get the fuck out of there i turn off the, the trailers halfway through like every single time because yeah. you know they're going to give you the entire fucking movie uh Absolutely. in this case you can pretty much guess where it would go if you've been watching horror films at all you know so and if you read the title of it uh right <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the first words you're ever shown about yeah. this movie <laughs> i mean even the ending you know except minus the oh, part sure. where he's holding where he's aiming the gun at um the the comedian uh jesse adams in the in the mm-hmm. movie uh i did not know if he was gonna shoot or not for for a little while but besides that everything yeah. else you can, you can pretty much predict pretty pretty easily uh now as for the social commentary, that is like one of the complaints people have, right? Is like it's not like subtle, right? And then there's not a lot of depth to it. <laughs> what do you, well, so, how do you feel way, about it, Brian? Let me, because we didn't actually do it. The basic premise that's right, is that's right. Joe Keery plays a guy named Kurt Kunkel, who is a failed, uh, floundering, uncharismatic. <laughs> Uh, YouTuber influencer sort of thing who is desperate to get into this lifestyle and make success. Um, His he channel's ends called up Kurt's World, and he's been doing Kurt's it for World ten years with at like Kurt's World ninety six, never double digit viewers. I follow back, um, <laughs> but he basically it it takes us through a day where he is driving for Spree, which is like an Uber or Lyft app. You know, it's a rideshare app, um, and he starts to kill people. Like he makes a plan. With uh, his specific plan of how to kill people, and the night starts going awry in certain ways. He runs into this comedian on one of his rides, and he becomes obsessed with her and her following. He has a friend who is actually a very popular influencer who he ends up killing, and like live on street. There's it's the, that whole thing, and then the masses ensue, and he gets popular, and all that sort of stuff, and it goes from there. But. Yeah, the social commentary is there. <laughs> it's the, the so, movie says the, exactly what you think it would say, and yeah. says that just at increasing volumes. I think. <laughs> yeah, the reason that he doesn't kill the comedian earlier, let me Jesse Adams, right? Uh, Jesse Adams, yes, doesn't kill her earlier on in the film uh, is because she gives a whole monologue about the movie's ideas on social media, right? Like she just lays out exactly <laughs> what the movie's point is. And dude, I, I just don't fucking care. You know, like I don't mind, right? Like I generally, I no, I don't, I don't mean that I don't care about that message. I'm saying I don't care that it was kind of fed to me. Like I didn't come here to think oh, super sure. hard, you know, like this movie's not like a, not like a thinker, you know, necessarily. I don't really like, like the premise Again, this is the thing. Like, the premise is exactly the thesis statement. Like, they give you the formal thesis statement in the movie via the comedian. And it's good. I have no qualms with it. I think it's fine. But, yeah, like, I have no problem with it being spoon-fed to me and just saying it. Like, yeah, y'all, y'all I, are trying I, to fill 90 minutes. You gotta have five minutes where you just talk about <laughs> shit you don't like. 
I'm sure there there's a way to do it, you know. But just as long as nobody's trying to like grad an school explain this to me, you know, <laughs> that then there's nothing. Like, yeah, you don't need to be digging deep into stuff. Yeah. You go, yeah, I get it. Um, so then somebody tries to do that to you. My favorite part of that would be if somebody tried to do that do that to you, where they go, you know, um, what, what was so interesting was in the second act, right? Kurt meets up with uh, talks to a woman named Daisy. And the daisy is a type of flower. And he oh, speaks yeah. to her about this. And, and she curls away from him in reproach like a flower would turn when the it gets cold. And you're like, what is the ride app called? Spree. <laughs> What's he doing? Exactly. Like, you know. It's easy. That's it's easy. Where the movie's like up at base level of stuff. And when people try to go, oh, there's so much more to it. It's like, shut up. We leave that for burning. Or you leave that for the cool movies that do that on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, I will say there is something that they allude to that I did find kind of chilling, and it is it only happens in like the end, like the very end credits when they're showing uh, uh, the comedians like rise to to fame oh, from yeah, having that was survived great. the attack. Not not that in particular. When you see the people on like 4chan who yes. are sharing stuff about Kurt Kunkel and like his yes. videos and stuff, and it's just like, oh, that's. That is exactly how those people talk, you know. Like you, it was like, eerily accurate. They use I was they use all the yeah. the right the right sites, you know. They they didn't they didn't use like uh like it wasn't like Spree instead of Uber, right? It was 4chan that they were literally on. Yes, uh, and they were using the correct terminology that we're like familiar with. If you've ever read any of those those kinds of things that those people write, and it was just like say yeah. It's just like wow, man. Yeah, if that guy existed, that's exactly what they would look like online. And yeah, it, that that part it is would like also be deeply disturbing. A hundred percent, my favorite. But the the part that I loved was, um, it loved in like I was like that was good. Was the article that says R slash the lesson is still going strong. Like that there was yeah. a subreddit for this yeah. toxic shit and the name. I'm like that's exactly what they would call it. Oh my god, like this is weird. Um, I enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's they have and, a post know, it, on social media stuff. Like, yeah, the the people who made this movie know what they're talking about, and they're just saying it very loud. Like, there's no need to sugarcoat any of this shit. They're just gonna say it. There is another thing that I so I don't. I'm not usually. I'm never on like the social media things, particularly the ones where people are live streaming and have the comments coming mm-hmm. in. But you see. The whole movie, constantly, anytime there's a woman on screen, there's somebody saying something sexual in the comments, and I'm like, man, do they yeah. do they really have to fucking deal with that? There's no, like, automatic filter to, to pull it. relentless. That is not, like, so brutal, and I don't know why anybody would want yeah. to, to have to put up with that. The, That's crazy to me. It, the, the comments were also... it's kind of a highlight that might be the only thing like if you're going back in a watch through or if you're like watching this mm-hmm. a little closer like watch the live stream comments they put up because they're like watching the whole time it feels very accurate to an active stream first yeah. of all feels as someone who has streamed to one or two people uh the beginning feels very prescient and oh yeah very no, i know that. cuttingly accurate um, <laughs> But anyway, but like once it starts to pick up, you'll see like, it's great because you'll see like bots in there that are just like spamming big walls of text and then like it'll keep going and someone is just like saying slur, like, you know, being like, oh, like this is gay or whatever and just things like that. 
then mm-hmm. you'll have people like commenting. You have someone like fake AF or like moving on. And someone's like, this is weird. I don't like this anymore. It's like you watch some people realize it. Some people don't care. Some people love it the whole time. Some people are just shilling. Like it, yeah. it's the weird, it, like a zoo, like an indifference to this thing you're seeing because it's far, you know, there's a pane of glass between it the comments are completely different compared to yeah. the people who are actually experiencing what's happening in the movie. And the it's at the beginning, everybody just thinks it's fake and uh, that, you know, they're going to reveal it at the end. But later on, there yeah. are definitely people there who think it's real and like are enjoying it and like want into it. it you know? Yeah. Who are doing yeah. stuff like they start to donate to him and like will request things from him yeah. or like, yeah, like the talk nature of the via the the nature of the audience just like appropriately changes throughout the film and like as like he gets more and more followers and everything you know it's it's mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting to get more interested in this as soon as you get past that like that that ease because that the whole point of the movie right and like the the monologue that is given and the fact that like it is um I don't I don't want to say it since I'm not somebody's like really doing that but like the it's message that you know we sh- maybe shouldn't be so obsessed with with gaining a lot of followers uh yes what when you get past that because it's kind of easy and you're kind of like yeah whatever there is a lot that i'm now seeing further into this movie because like i forgot that the first passenger that he picks up i thought that scene was actually hilarious because he he seems like a normal guy and then he turns out to be a white supremacist <laughs> and then he <laughs> uses all the proper language on him you know for like our time not proper language but like the appropriate language for that character as in what you would hear from a real white supremacist yeah so not not just like old school nazi shit or like super like direct hateful shit but like the weird kind of like try to pretend it's not racism yes. while directly attacking people thing you know <laughs> uh <laughs> And it it was done in a way that I thought was like funny, and it does kind of immediately put you on Kurt's side because Kurt deals with it in a way that you feel is appropriate. I think, right? He's like mad at him, and he does not want him to talk that way. Kurt, I was gonna say that's actually a good. This movie has way. I love that we're we're like talking about this movie so I don't know dismissively, but like their interactions in this are actually very interesting and like I think fun because. Kurt is a very good example of the sort of non-jock internalized misogyny sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that typical alpha jock, uh, huh, I'm going to be, like, that misogyny, right? Where it's, like, this very outward, easy, like, duh, me saying brick dumb things, like, that level of, like, on to know stuff. Versus, like, the nice guy misogyny of, like, I'm like the, saying the all the white right knight things. attitude. Precisely. And that's, I think he does that with, not that Kurt is racist, although he, I don't think he is. But, like, he's very, <laughs> he's very outspoken looking at his cameras going, hey, white, brown, black, we're all the same. Like, yeah. very, like, I'm saying the right way to say it sort of thing. Even though I believe that he's like, hey, don't fucking, that's weird. I don't like that. But he does it performatively. It's all performance, mm-hmm. no matter what. It is, every, literally everything is performance for him. Everything is performance, yeah. It's another one of those, it's, yeah. it, it, it's a line early on in the film, he, like, directly tells the camera, like, if you're not, like, like streaming what you're doing, you basically don't exist, you know, basically didn't yes. happen. Um, it's another one of those, 
points in the, I think it's like just that, you know, that they keep telling you so directly that makes it feel like they're not doing a good job with this. But there's a bunch of other stuff that they're doing really yeah. well as they <laughs> dig in further. And I'm getting hyper on it. I'm pushing towards Mr. Cool, honestly, once it, you get over like this one big thing that they didn't do super well, unless it was on purpose because somebody else well, it's not even suggested. That they didn't, yeah, it's so obvious. I think especially for us, because we are we are like you know, chocolate-coated dipped, like, double-dipped, double-dipped frozen banana into this, like, culture. Like, mm-hmm. we, we've we known this forever. <laughs> we, never mind. Don't worry about what I said. Um, but, like, you know, I grew up, you know, when I was a little edgy edgelord mm-hmm. on, like, original, you know, like, I was on 4chan. I looked at mm-hmm. 4chan. I looked at the, like, I'm so aware of this already that, like, when you see it, we're like, duh, no shit, obviously. It's very mm-hmm. loud. And not that nobody else will get it, but, like, I think that's also a, a sticking point for us where we're like, yeah, we know. We fucking know yeah. this is bad, and we know these things are bad. But, like you said, they're doing things correctly in it that make you get hype once you're like, okay, 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 the lights, like, let's turn this light down a little bit. Um, so, I don't know, maybe for other people, they'll be like, oh, is social media really like this? Or things like that. Probably not. That's. So, I mean, that's true. I like think about the. That's very why, like, obvi- for us, it's taking. Sorry, the the like as we get further away from the movie, mm-hmm. it's easy for us to go. Oh, that was a good. That was cool. That was a fun yeah. thing. That was a cool little moment. I mean, it's even as simple as like I also like more academically have dived into 4chan to see what it was all about. Like, but still, yes. like pretty early on. Uh, and so I'm I'm a lot very familiar with like a lot of that that kind of stuff. But for example, I don't watch live streams of any kind. So like mm-hmm. I haven't like actually watched those kinds of messages. Like <laughs> I've done it enough times where I I know that, that feeling is right. I did not realize there'd be yeah. so many sexual ones. And you know like the that the uh, be naive about that right for that one thing. You can imagine <laughs> somebody else who is not involved in like all of this this whole culture would would feel exactly. seeing these things for the first time right especially since um, it's being represented yeah. accurately so i, I i'm thinking thing, that's yeah. that's that's pretty interesting for sure i'd like to talk some more about the other characters in the film besides joe Keery's name is kurt kunkel by the way kurt kunkel they don't say it a lot till the end but the it's end. like god damn it of course his name is kurt kunkel dude <laughs> <laughs> <You can't. laughs> we have a Jesse Adams, who's the comedian, whose name I keep forgetting for some reason, played by Sashir Zamata. I don't know anything else that she's in. Do you? She I'm, used I'm to be on that... SNL. 2014 to 2017, she was on SNL. Oh. Yeah, her and Kyle Mooney, the the her Miles, the yeah other no, guy. I know, also I know Kyle Connor. Mooney. Yes, yeah. Kyle, Kyle Mooney's been on SNL for a long ass time, right? <laughs> Kyle Mooney is hard to miss. Yeah, like he, yeah, he shows up and it's. <laughs> It's immediately funny that he's there because he's only really played is. like yeah, absurdist like... characters. Which, so <laughs> like, is this a bit? Like, yeah, like, I'm very much. I'm like, what? This whole thing is an SNL thing when Joe Curie was hosting or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> when Stranger then... Things was really hot, he hosted SNL and they filmed this hour and a half long sketch. And <laughs> fucking maybe, I don't know. Uh, and then out of fucking nowhere, no. Kurt Kurt Conkle's dad, Chris, Yo. played by David Arquette. David fucking Arquette, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, David Arquette. And he 
Just you, please. No, sh- no sold that. You. <laughs> Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about, Brian. He was a former WCW is the former biggest competition to WWE, which is what everybody thinks of as wrestling. He is uh-huh. a former actual pro wrestling champion. I thought like you he were was just on joking. their show. No, he in the record books, in the annals of history, the one of the WCW heavyweight champions of the world is Mr. David Arquette. Oh my God! See, I only know David. So David Arquette should be known to everybody here as uh, the, the 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 police officer in in Scream. Yes. Uh, he's also an eight legged freaks, which I never watched, but you know that Yo. was one of the ones that blew me around. I'd need to watch that one. Uh, but he's like he's big news, right? He's he's yes, he's, absolutely. he's like a real actor. Yeah, he plays a, a shitty deadbeat DJ dad in this one, which also done I, done really well. You know, it's just funny that he's yes, here. I don't, absolutely. I don't know. I was I, like, I saw him and I went, huh? And <laughs> I was like, I thought I was blacking out or something, but now he's there. Yeah. The uh, only other person I cared enough to talk about is uh, Bobby, who is the other influencer who is like Bobby quote, unquote, Basecamp. Yeah. Yeah, it was quote unquote friends with Kurt Kunkel, but it's just because Kurt used to babysit him when he was a child, and so he like still kind of lets him like hang out sometimes. But he's like very strict about like, hey, don't get on my stream, don't double stream me, like don't have me on your stream, don't say shit, like don't, don't double do dip on my stream. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he's that kid's a Vine star, dude. Like we, I was gonna say he's actually instantly. an influence. He's the one that did the uh, the. <laughs> Love that you it's knew like, that. It's like, hi, my name's Jared. I'm 12 years old. And I don't know how to fucking read. It's like, that's, that's all. That's just that one vine. Put him on the map for like ever. It's something like that. I don't fucking remember. Mine was a shit. long time ago, y'all. But that's I remember he was. He was. Funny. A, we like him a lot in this house. He's he's a well beloved vine star. Here. <laughs> wow. I think it's very funny that he's in this. He's hilarious. I that was very funny. They did have a couple of other. Um, the only other person I knew for sure was in, or I found out that looked was like a influencer person was, um, Frankie Grande, who is the gentleman in the car when the three people get in, mm. who the one who's, who's that, goes out stands the up and gets the yeah, who had uh, one of my favorite kills in the whole fucking uh movie. That that but one was actually wild, yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, that is the they, uh, older stepbrother, older half brother of Ariana Grande, by the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is her half brother. Oh, Frankie Grande. Grande, yes. Damn. <laughs> For those of you who haven't watched the film, by the way, this this kill is Joe Keery has them stand up in the back of his car through the sunroof and is driving them super fast through a junkyard, but then closes the sunroof so that they're stuck up there and stops in a place where he knows there's junkyard dogs that come like run up on top of the car and chop yeah. them up. You don't see any of it also. Really. A very you just see efficient... the dogs run up there and you see like blood come down, you know. And I, Correct. I like a that very shit. efficient effects kill. There's no like they spent like $40 on that, you know, kill. Cuz <laughs> I mean some I think sometimes like the effect is super cool and sometimes like conceptually it's super cool, right? Like you don't need to totally. watch human beings be torn apart by dogs, right? Like that's not going to be fun, but like conceptually no the idea of like, you know, you catch them like completely stuck where dogs are able to get to them. That's cool. I mm-hmm. think, <laughs> right? Like for that, cause he does a triple kill on that ride, you know, like this, <laughs> I get it. I, I see the appeal and I'm with it and I'm glad they didn't show more. 
is my point. Yes, correct. They also, that's like a fake out sequence as well, because he first has them up there and then he drives really fast. And then the woman in the passenger seat sees something like shimmering near them. And she's like, watch out. And they don't get hurt because it's, I think it's just like a piece of paper or something. Like it's a tissue paper thing. It's not like actually like a wire. I think think there was like something up there. I just thought it was above their heads. Oh, it was just so far above that. Yeah. Like that's the point. Like. Nothing happened, and then they're like, oh, wait, something is going to happen, <laughs> which yeah. was better. But yeah. Some other kills in the movie. Right at the beginning, he kills his mom. He, like, he, he Which goes we to don't the see at the beginning. It's a- No. It was, I was going to say, his mother is, like, going inside, and he's like, oh, hold up, almost forgot. And he goes in, he kills his mom. When he when he goes in there and the camera lingers on the house, Shannon and I were instantly like, oh, yeah, he's, he's killing his mom yeah, right now. Kill his mom. For sure yeah. he's killing his mom. They don't, show, <laughs> they don't tell you that till the end, but it's, like, so obvious that he's in there killing his mom. Um, just because the movie's <laughs> called Spree, you know. It, if like, you're familiar with why we keep saying that, it's because Spree killings are a thing. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the with yeah. the term. It's like serial killing is there's serial killing and Spree kill killing. And sprees yes. are just like when it's all done in one big run, and serial killing is usually there's a cool off period between them. Um, yes, but the, and there's there's a there's official like criteria for both of them, but like sometimes exactly, exactly. you know it's just a type of it's what he's doing in this, and so it's 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 quite obvious if you're familiar mm-hmm. with the terminology. What other what other kills did you like, Brian? Um, they I like I, yeah, I like that they like slowly build up to them. You know, me too. They, and I the, I figured they would, but the water bottles were a good start because I was like, oh okay, that's like cool, that's clever. It's it's a nice like easy way to do it where you don't have to do anything. You just have a guy pretend to die as he drinks a bottle of water. But then like they get more and more like the the coldness of him running over the dude was kind of wild. The the Mario who also yeah. creeps on But you're also uh, like dude run over that guy. Fuck again, that guy. What I love is the movie Never endorse, obviously never endorses the the killings, but like gives you perspective on people that you're like, okay, like they're not great people. They're not cool. The first one we get is a fucking white supremacist. So you're kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that death. And then the second one happens essentially off screen. Like they cut away to her already dead. So you're like, okay, I didn't have time with this person. And then this guy's a dick. Then it moves into just, like, these are just people, dude. You got to fucking, like, what the fuck? But it gives you that tacit endorsement of what's going on so that you're along for the ride without immediately going, I don't want to have any time with anything involved. Yeah. Well, it's it's an interesting, like, they the characters go from, like, worst white supremacist to gradually better and better and better, you know? Even though, like, like the next one is, like, uh, just what? Just a woman on her phone. yeah, she's a I very she's busy a woman, woman on her phone. phone. She that one, they, mean. It kind of dips really fast and then goes a little, a little bit off. Yeah, now. I mean, it, she seemed mean, but it wasn't like she didn't actually do anything to anybody. The next but guy that's why was she actively, also doesn't. Yeah, th- it's why uh, she also doesn't die on screen. It's why yeah. we just cut over to her horizontally. So, uh, like she's just one dead. thing I want to yeah. one thing I want to clarify is the first guy does not die on screen. The water bottles don't kill people. Right, yeah, they like do. they just they just make him pass out. Think about the Uno, the the DJ. She just survives. She just didn't I, have enough. I thought that the water bottles just drug you, so you pass out, and then he's manually killing them afterwards. Oh no! I saw him. I thought he he was just killing him. 
I don't know. I don't know. I thought. I don't know. We have to watch. Fuck. I got to watch this again now. <laughs> yeah. I see. I thought after the when, with the first one, we're like, oh, my God, he like drugged him. And then we don't see it. And you're like, what did he do? You know, and because I, I thought we were even do you have uh-huh. the, the, the title spree. Right. And you're like, this guy's definitely going to kill people. Definitely killing his mom. You don't see it, though. And then you're like, he's definitely going to kill this guy. He passes out. And then you don't see him actually dispose the body or anything. And you slowly see more and more of it. And but at the beginning, there is kind of a feeling like I'm sure he's killing people. But is he? <laughs> you know, because he has not the made reason? any. He hasn't or said is he anything that indicates that he's going to kill people. Right? He just keeps is saying it still the lesson. A... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you don't um, know because I, I, I kept it. thinking like maybe he doesn't kill people until later. You know, and he's just doing something stupid right now. Mm-hmm. But, I, I was gonna say you can definitely see that like oh maybe it's just a big fake prank. But nobody's watching, so it doesn't matter. Um, I took it as the way the guy acted that he mm-hmm. was dying, like that he was choking and dying, not that he was like falling, yeah. you know, like passing out. That was my yeah. only like the, choke- the choking is a lot. Yeah, that yeah. you know what I mean. That was the only thing I could think of in terms of that. But I don't think he uh, said what he put sisters. into the water bottles either. Right? He just does a tutorial video on yeah. how to say inject without people noticing. <laughs> Which, which is I is chilling is so fucking awesomely upsetting because everything else before that is just we get a big montage of absolute four view videos on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just nothing. Also uh, laughed and laughed when he talked about the mouthfeel on, uh, oh. on video. <laughs> I just laughed and laughed and laughed. Um, <laughs> the movie was funny, dude. There's a lot of parts that Joe Keery's really good at his job. He's he very also, good in it. He also makes himself look different age. <laughs> like his his fucking hair in this movie is so <laughs> goddamn gross. I can't get over it's it, disgusting. dude. He makes himself so unattractive when he himself is so attractive. You know, incredibly charming, just... fun, good guy, and yeah, looks like a fucking it's literally the if you take like about his hair and stranger th- it's you just you take the hair and stranger things and you think about the opposite of that literally in every conceivable way the opposite of his hair and stranger things <laughs> it is unbelievable how bad that looks it's so bad um, um i also think but yeah uh, i i don't know how to pronounce her name so i don't want to i don't want to say it too many times but the the actress who played jesse adams uh mm-hmm. i think also did a very good job i mean she, she was really good yeah yeah, because uh, I think particularly like the differences in her, her performance when she's in the spree car with Joe Keery versus like when mm-hmm. she's on stage, you know, and like when she's talking to people from her life, right? Like she has a like the, yeah, the she different has a faces she puts on for everybody, you know. I was gonna say she's good at letting you know she's in a different mode. Like mm-hmm. even even in her there, there's a point in her house where we have a a nice little head fake of danger where she yeah. Joe uh, at the same t- Kurt is knocking on a door and she hears a knock on her door and you're seeing the two so like perspectives like his camera versus her camera and you're like uh oh is he whatever and then it would go on but like you it's great because she's live streaming and then she you see her stop and like real Jesse Adams yeah comes out because she's like who the fuck is at the door for a second and then she kind of like turns it back on to like make sure that everybody's okay but like 
it, yeah, she does a very good job rotating between everything, as does Joe Keery. Joe Keery does an incredible job of being both a loser and a monster. Like, he's this guy with all this power and no power sort of thing. Um, just as she does the... She doesn't really do it because her, her persona is more, like, kind of in charge. All, her catchphrase is all eyes on me. Again, incredibly subtle film here, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, so she's very, no like, worry, She does attention. talk about it. it she does. It is part she, of her monologue. <laughs> her, 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 like, reel, because we get to see a bit of her, like, Instagram story, uh, is all, like, boisterous, like, all eyes on me. I'm very cool. Like, look at me sort of thing. Versus her understated, like calm i don't want to be spoken to demeanor inside of the vehicle is like a mm-hmm. really great you get watching like all of those versions and then her her in the latter latter half of this film i was like oh we're kicking it into high gear i'm very happy about this <laughs> yeah there's like this idea that she doesn't want the attention in her real life right she only wants it online and like she understands that there's like a weird dichotomy between her online persona and her her personal self is what causes her to to give the monologue. I think it's like exactly. spending time with her grandmother after seeing how fucking creepy Joe Keery is as Kirk Uncle. <laughs> uh, I will say though, I she has his phone where she's seen all the comments that uh people are streaming right after she like kills uh, Kirk Uncle at the end. Yeah, and people are saying somebody says to take a selfie, and she's like. Fuck it. And she takes a I thought that the scene where she takes a selfie with his dead body is very funny. I you know, it's kind of it. out of place for where her like attitude should be. Come on. You know, like this this that's that's the nice thing about when you have a campy movie. You know, you don't need to do everything like absolutely perfectly. Let's just have a little fun here, right? A hundred percent. The thing honestly, I was actually okay with ninety-five percent of it, and the last five is me just going, Yeah, this is a campy movie. But the smile. I was actually okay yeah. with her, like, hesitantly, because it's a donation that comes up and goes, um, Jesse, could you take a selfie with Kurt, please? And she kind of, like, nervously, like, walks over, like, hey, you're alive. And then she pulls the head <laughs> all co- completely, like, crimson mask. It's awesome. Yeah. And then she's just, like, nervously looking at it and, like, kind of, like, nervously looking at the camera. I'm like, oh, that's good. And then she just goes, eee! And, like, has a big grin. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a fucking ridiculous movie. But then she posts it as her message to announce that she's leaving social media. And that kind of exactly. worked for me, dude. That, like, that no, that's what like, like wow, it's... dude, that's badass. Like, that's so mysterious. If you, like, are just on social media watching that, like, that's such yeah, a cool If you had no idea about the stream and you were just, right. like, the fuck if was she's like, Adams doing? If she's, like, completely fucking traumatized and that's the way she leaves, like, that's, like, such a fucking cool way to do it. It's I don't so know. I, I kind of dig it. And then she comes back two weeks later, like, fucking full power mode. You know, I, full I love... Full photo shoot in, like, a light blue, fun, like, billowy pants outfit. Like, uh, fucking... She gets a New Yorker cartoon, which fucking made me laugh, like... She there's a picture yeah. of her and then it turns into the New Yorker cartoon with her story in it. I'm like, this is this is exactly how this would go. <laughs> in maybe 15 to 30 seconds, they give you all the satisfaction that you never get in horror films. From like when after the person is defeated the enemy, right? Seeing their life afterwards. Now, normally mm-hmm. in any horror film, it's going to be bad, right? Because they're going to be horribly traumatized and things are going to be terrible. But this is one of those campy <laughs> social media films. So, like, everything at 
oh, I guess this it's mostly is just going to be online that it's good for her. And probably in her personal life, everything is terrible because we're only seeing I was just going to say, it's all, those are what we are told via media outlets. That makes how me sad, it's going. <laughs> I was so pumped for the, the life that she Say how forward. well she was doing and how adjusted I, she was. It's just, it was cool because I'm always like, sometimes when I really like a movie and it just ends, you know, I'm like a little disappointed I didn't get to see like a little bit more of the falling action, right? Like the, yeah. the shit afterwards. And they just, they did it through social media, through like headlines and stuff mainly. So they blasted through a lot of info. They told you so much about the effect on society and the, the world ripple, from yeah. this one day, you know, and I thought it was a really cool way to do it. <laughs> this makes me bummed that it's not just good for her after right? <laughs> that you fell for the illusion of social media. <laughs> And that kind of, they kind of just taught me another lesson, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe this movie has layers, dude. Maybe this. I'm I'm going. I'm going, Mr. Cool guy. I'm hundred percent cool. Whatever. Perfectly acceptable for Mr. Cool. We want to keep it, even though it's already Mister. We don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to specify it too much, I guess. Well, I just, um, no, anybody the, can, anybody well, can be Mr. Cool. But, no, it's not. The, it's not about the gender thing. It's oh, Mr. Mr. Cool versus Mr. Cool Guy, right? Like I know we started out with Mr. Cool Guy, but before this podcast, Mr. Make- cool, Mr. Cool Guy was always a derogatory way to say somebody's like being an edge lord. Oh, Mr. Like, cool to, Guy over trying here, to be yeah. cool. Yeah, like you know, if you if you like drive like a nice sports car in and you have like a a, a deep V neck and your collars popped, right? Like, oh, look at look at Mr. Cool you Guy. Have over a deep V neck and your collars. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a big. That's a that's a capital V. That's a giant because then yeah. the popped collar is also part of yeah. the V that's coming in. Yeah, um, yeah. And I <laughs> I like it for whenever you catch somebody doing even something super small that you can tell they're doing for the attention of other people, and you call them <laughs> Mister Cool Guy. That's cutting, dude. That's that's so that's so brutal. You call them Mister Cool Guy. That's painful, man. So Mister Cool is like the more like the song, and it's like the. The rating, I, th- I think it, you know, that's, that's my distinction there between Mr. Cool and Mr. Cool Guy. <laughs> I agree. That's good. Just so you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's it was just very funny how detailed and intricate the Mr. Cool versus Mr. Cool Guy situation is for our uh, podcast rating. I think um, I think a lot yeah. about the words I use, Brian. I'm that's thinking. pretty smart of you. You should do that. <laughs> yeah, that's, why, that's why I was able to decrypt this this incredibly deep movie incredibly deep movie um Mm -hmm. this i do want to just shout out because this movie for me like cinematography wise Mm. it doesn't really do much because it's a lot of static cameras and a lot of handheld shaking around stuff like it's not bad i I, that's i want to say that first you can understand what's going on and everything's it's not like a headache to watch it's just like you're not gonna get any crazy like whoa that's such a cool thing there are a couple of shots that are incredibly good, uh, which was the, the and they're just fixed dash cam shots. Yeah. But the one where he goes, I'm, I'm taking you to my home. And then he turns back and looks straight forward, briefly looks in the mirror and then looks down at his phone and does a little eyebrow thing. And in the background, you just see her like, oh yeah. my fucking God, I'm going to die. Like very like incredible. I love it. He like, repeats no my home no no my home my yeah. home and then he's like oh like very chilling stuff and then there's uh the part he gets into a go-go 
which is the competition, I guess, for Spree yeah. in this <laughs> world. Because Spree gets shut down because, you know, he's killing people and they need to investigate. So they're like, no, don't get a rideshare thing. They start calling but, um, him the rideshare killer, the like, rideshare killer in the evening of that day. Exactly. Um, but he is, he's just sitting way too close to his driver and it's the night vision cam, so his eye, like he just looks like a predator. Oh with yeah, fucking, like the well, yellow eyes. He just like very chilling performance from Joe Keery there. I'm like, oh my fucking god, this is really scary. But then I also realized, like I I knew it was there, but I kind of looked over, and you just also see his angle of himself. Um, there's a follow up shot which is him just in the back, all the way in the back seat when his driver goes, "I'm not the rideshare killer," and. Kurt just kind of like terrible fucking joke to make the day that it's happening to as like it's how, happening essentially. How is yeah. the passenger not going to be scared? You know, yeah. But well, he got the one passenger who wouldn't be. Um, Go because he's, like, he responds with like he like laughs to himself and he's like, I know. Yeah, but like that's so scary, the, dude. The two shots there were great because he's holding his at a close up angle, and the far like the whole wide shot is still very incredibly upsetting because again, it's in this night vision. And he's just like gnarled up on himself because he's like i've been through a car accident and i've killed like eight people already and i'm being chased by the police holy fucking shit but like he's like lost it and then his close-up is him like just smiling and just happy and all of the comments i remember one of the comments just goes kurt this is your angle and i'm like oh my god you're talking about how he Jesus looks Christ. right and like it was very like oh my god i did not catch is, that one yeah there's, a There's couple... probably so many fucking good comments throughout there that we missed because they're <laughs> blasting through and you're trying to watch the movie and stare at these comments at the same one of time. Them, one of them is during the... He gets on the freeway at one point the wrong way and he's just weaving through cars. But at a certain point, he's like, he goes like... Um, he's like, you guys, I don't want to miss this or whatever. Like he's, you know, he almost drops his phone or something. And one of the comments I saw was, it was in quotes, you guys, aw, that's us. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, insane comments like that where you're just like, oh, my God, I could really, yeah. ugh, like, you pulled, One of the other times somehow you they, live streamed this. I don't know how you did, but. Another time that they used the medium to their advantage was, uh, well, first of all, when he, when he, he, so he takes over, like, that alternate rideshare company car, and mm -hmm. he goes and he picks up Jesse Adams, and the, the process for, because it's dark now, for her to realize that it's Kurt. I love that she repeats what squirt squirrel. That's, that's what she that's what she calls it. Uh, the process of her realizing that it's Kurt again is like chilling. You know, like it's it's like oh very scary because it's like so slow for her to understand like the danger that she's once again found herself in. Exactly. Uh, but when yeah. he's trying to run her over, the oh dash cam keeps falling down, and he keeps stopping <laughs> to put it back up so that the stream can see him running her Killer. over and yeah. then like the one time she, he puts it up she's gone you know like that's like oh that's yeah like, that was you're tremendous. like oh yeah we're at a fucking action scene now you know this shit is <laughs> shit's about to pop off <laughs> just like not not like super visually amazing but like just like good use of the medium i think yeah it's they essentially follow joke rules which is you know you do something you repeat it for emphasis and then you subvert it for the payoff like you go through you know you go through that oh he dropped it oh that was funny you know, he dropped it again. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Dropped it. Hey, wasn't somebody there? Oh, my God. And she's in the car. Like, 
Yeah. Um, I did love he gets a donation when he's outside the car and she's in the car finally. And it just says, it's a donation. It just goes, run. And that's what sets off the sequence. Like, a donation that she can't see or he can't, you know, like, that's her thing. But it just, like, I like the movie uses that as, like, the starter gun for their chase sequence. (laughs) So that actually leads me into saying I actually fucking love the music for this movie. It's a lot of it. I think is supposed to be Kurt Conkle's beats that he's yes, made, but it's... it is like a heavy, like electronic, uh, not not full like eighties like synth wave like Stranger no. Things type stuff, but like you know more more like heavy and uh, that when he when it says run, it's on beat with the music. Yeah, and they do a, a lot of things like that where the music that he's playing naturally matches like the at the beginning he's doing it on purpose, you know. But later on, yeah, he turns it up when the kill starts to happen. Yeah, yeah, I think they're just kind of weaving it in, and like they stop paying attention so much as to give an explanation for why that music is playing at this moment. But it works, you know. Like you have actual music in a movie where like found footage films don't usually have that that kind of scoring going on. Yeah, they do. They make a very, especially because it's mostly in a car. But they do make a very good use of diegetic sound of what's in actually the movie, like what's in that world of the movie. They don't just have a score around Kurt's it. World. They have... It is Kurt's world. That's 96. a good point. Um, I did love that he has his own, like, tag. Like, those incre- for me, those incredibly annoying things that will just be like... They're like the equivalent of, a, like, a vocal watermark where during a song right. that's mostly, like, an electronic, you know, like, beat or whatever move. And he, it, it was like, DJ Kurt, DJ Kunko, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, stop. Putting that in, and it just I like <laughs> did not catch that. Does he say DJ Kunkel throughout? I don't the song? know what the full thing is, but he definitely yeah. it's either DJ Kurt or DJ Kunkel. Like he, it's him because he made it. Yeah. That's the whole thing is he made that song or one of the songs at least. So he's he put that together. I have to figure out what he says there, but it's very funny to me. You're just gonna have to watch it again. Dude. I'm I'm I really have a problem with it. <laughs> This one won me over. I had way more good things to say than bad things about this one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... I mean, bad things, the only thing I can think of is... Uh, I mean, some of the side performances are a little weak. Like, Mario is annoying, but I'm also like, yeah, you're kind of like, I'm acting sort of thing. Um, But, like, the performances that matter are the ones that are carried. Um, Also, right. fucking, again... Daisy, who is this? Daisy is simply yeah. is not an influencer, is not anybody trying to get social media. She is someone who is harassed at a taco truck by Kurt because she is in front of him in line. He starts talking to her immediately. Like most people are actually nice to her. Like most people are like, oh, Daisy seems cool. Or like someone's like, Daisy's a hipster, LOL. Or like, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of shit. But they're like, hey, Daisy, blah, blah, blah. And then immediately after that, it's like, quick, fuck, Mary, kill. Uh, Uno, Daisy, and Jenny, like Jenny Adam. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Adam. And I'm yeah, like, no. Immediately doing that. She's just a lady you met. Um, oh my god, when he when he puts up the poll for fuck, yeah. kill, marry Jesse Adams, and pe- someone is like, that is not how you play fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> so the amount that's... of people who said. By the way, that poll is also disturbing because it's essentially a three-way tie for a little bit. Then fuck gets a little bit of the edge, and then kill just completely like swarms and it's, it. It was anxiety-producing because I'm like, oh my god, yeah. please, 
please don't let fuck win because I want to be able to do an episode I'd on rather, this movie. Ex- yeah, yeah, like I want this to become because really as soon as you start going the sexual assault assault route, like I don't want, I really want to talk about your I'd, fucking movie anymore. Like it, you it, better it, have it, a real it, fucking good reason to do it, and a campy movie is not the place. You know, it, it curdles my milk really bad. Like I don't, I yeah. don't enjoy it at all. Um, so very happy kill one on that one. Yeah, um, to be honest. The amount still of people a little who... cheap, still a little cheap going that route because he does the same thing with with Daisy, where he starts talking about uh, how popular people can get when they have elite sex tape. Because Uno, because like, the uh, DJ in his car had a sex tape. Yeah, and he tells Daisy like, "I I feel like making a, a sex tape tonight, if you know what I mean." And like the way that he says it to Ugh. her is like so fucking creepy and weird and like different from the way that he's been talking the rest of the time yeah so it feels like he's trying to be smoother and hitting on her and it's just it, so <laughs> gross it, yeah it's very bad also um she does a great job of like interacting with how you would with that person where it's just like cool i was trying to be vaguely polite before and Maybe have a little fun with this because it's whatever. And then it mm-hmm. was, okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna order. Bye. All right, cool. And then just walk away like steadfast. I was like, ah, stop. I hate this so much. This is so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, so uncomfy. Um, I do want to shout out the YouTube videos, like the montage of YouTube videos in this because he does – the beginning to introduce himself is part of a montage of like his – failed youtube channel for the past decade but he does a draw my life which were really popular you know however many years ago and he does it like beat for beat exactly how someone would do like how youtubers did that but very depressingly because he talks about like his dad falling to drug addiction and his mom divorcing him and walking out on them in their life and i'm like this is rough buddy but um, it's all. I, see, done I didn't in, like, even know that had. Yeah, I didn't know that was a full trend. Like I've seen those before, but I didn't know it was like a popular trend at the time. That was a bit. I mean, first of all, Kurt Kunkel is an absolute wave rider. He doesn't. He's not. Right. He's going for the popular trends. Um, but yeah, he he. That was a big thing for a while. I also love the fake, the, the fake faked uh prank video in this the homeless hero thing. Oh my where god! Where he's like, Bobby's like, that video is full of shit, and Kurt like is like surprised. He's like, oh my god, Bobby lied to me about this video. Essentially, he's like, what? No, homeless hero is real, and he's like, no, it's totally fake. And then you get to watch the clip of the video, and it's incredibly fake. Like, it's very obviously him looking at actors who he paid to you know do this from far away and he, just, he doesn't even, he just says watch it again dumbass and yeah dude, he, bobby, he puts ba- up the bobby base camp is a little fucking bastard in this movie. oh he's such a shitlord. only my favorite part is he only donates a dollar every only, time he wants well, to have his message put up he donates yeah. one dollar <laughs> he repeatedly does it because it literally means nothing to him you know exactly he's He's just toying with with Kurt Kunkel for most of the time until it's like yeah. not fun for him anymore. Um, yeah. That that's the one last point I have. Like there, it happens in the scene where Kurt Kunkel murders Bobby Basecamp. That uh, Bobby, like it's one of the multiple times that people use their ability to live stream with an audience as a defense mechanism. And he's like able mm-hmm. to use it as a weapon against Kurt. And it's almost enough for Kurt to go away before he just decides to stab, you know? 
Jesse Adams does the same thing in the car against Mario after Mario had done it to her, you know. Like, she basically defeats him in influencer combat, right? By yes. being like, well, I actually have a larger following. What you're doing is clearly going to come off worse in our sphere of influences, you know? <laughs> she so pushes the conversation. Like, she says something. I forget what she says specifically, but she says something where he goes, oh, now I can't post that. Could you do that again and we maybe smile more? And then she pulls out the phone to counteract him. And it's like, oh, fuck, here we go. Um, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, and it's just, it's uses the website. Uh, Kyle Mooney does the same thing after uh, Jesse Adams says that she's not going to, to be on social media anymore. He's like, I have this exclusive shot to keep, like, getting her on my, you know, everybody continuously is using it like a weapon, which mm-hmm. means that Kurt Kunkel, as he gains more and more followers, becomes more and more powerful and goes from being a fucking, like, nobody that you're embarrassed to watch, basically, to an actual formidable force for Jesse Adams and in yeah. the final scenes, you know, kind of, kind of interesting there. A little, little couple, couple layers Whoa. down there when you start digging, right? <laughs> a little, little more than the tissue paper thin we thought it was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, that's that's some wild shit. Also, Kyle Mooney, uh, not uh, not real Kyle Mooney, obviously the character. He's Miles Manderville in the movie. Again, another great example of like every guy in this movie. It, it, Barring Bobby Basecamp, but he's just a shitlord to begin. You know, he's a little turd burglar sort of thing. Like, uh, all of them are just very misogynist and very gross with their things. To the point that uh, Miles is getting Jesse drunk. And she eventually is like, it's believed on the stream that she's going to his house. Like, with a in a car together, they're going to his house. And he makes eyebrows at the camera. He's like, hey... And one of the comments is, ew, gross, Miles. <laughs> like, yeah, so, no. yeah. And you know, you know, baby, Bobby Basecamp is a, is a misogynist as well. Yeah, he's got it. Like, he doesn't do anything in the movie, but you could tell. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yes, they're, they're, yeah. Everybody's awful in this movie. Everybody's except awful. for Jesse Adams. I think literally everybody else except maybe Kurt's mom, but we don't really see her at all. And Daisy's nice. Daisy also does nothing wrong, yes. <laughs> she's trying to get something from a taco truck and it's accosted <laughs> also victim number two was just seemed like a like a workaholic it really you know, just seemed like that she was, was that busy. seemed to be her worst trait yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's all i got i think I'm, yeah that, that, we're good we're good there oh so uh, we don't have a guest, so no pluggables. I want to thank uh, Eyes of Astoria for their wonderful song "Deadwalk" that they gave to us to use as the theme, as the beginning and the end music. Maybe you can hear it now. I don't know. We're basically the song is what this whole podcast is. Oh, and I also want to thank <laughs> Melanie for running our Instagram so that we don't have to because we watched this movie and we went, "I never want to touch things again." <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was definitely like, no, 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 no. I'm making good choices over here. I'm not touching any of this. Cool. Uh, she's also coming out with, like, I think a series of, I don't know how shit works on Instagram, but, like, a like a, like a a little things for all of our guests where you'll be able, they have, like, a cool highlights. Is that what it's called? I, I think they're highlights. Story or highlights. Yeah, I think you could, something like that. Yeah, it's like a permanent story, I feel like. Oh, you okay, the highlights. You, I think that's what it is. I don't I, don't, I didn't really understand what she was. She said, go ask our guests for this information. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, dude. And we just fetched it good like good little yeah. lap dogs. I, do st- I have to ask still, but yes. Oh, I did all of my homework. I was busy. 
Okay. But yes, thank you, Melody. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> thank you very much, Melody. We want to shout out our sister podcast, uh, a Downtime. Jesus. <laughs> I almost completely forgot what it's called. Uh, downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them on getdowny.com or wherever you get your podcasts, like here. Um, you can uh, fucking, you can also find them on get to, uh, Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings as in brother and sister. Uh, those are their socials. You can also find us on social medias at the bloody stream or at bloody stream pod. Uh, also give us a rate. I'm doing what they do in the movie. Fucking smash that like button, all that please, shit. Please look at me. Please, what, are, what does he say? Follow for a follow? Follow. Uh, what? <laughs> I should have wrote yeah. down all the shit Follow he for said. follow is definitely what he brings up. Um, <laughs> but uh, on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to this, give a rating. Um, I don't care what it is. You can rate Give whatever. a rating, get a rating. Give a rating, get a rating. Well, sure. Uh, yeah, and we will talk to you. Jesus, this is getting it. It's January and we're already like this. Uh, we'll talk to you. <laughs> same bloody time, same bloody channel.